right. <laughs> yeah, it's early, right? So we're going to do things a little bit different. Um, I woke up this morning and I thought, you know what? What if we bring things together and we close it a little bit differently than maybe people are used to at a camp? And then I talked to Kendall, and of course, her and the team are totally up for it. I'm not going to preach for 30-ish, 40-ish minutes. I'm just going to share a little bit, and we're just going to kind of go where the Spirit leads with it. We're going to go back into a time of singing and worshiping Jesus. And here's what I want to encourage you to do, friends. Engage in it. I was standing in the back going, God, I, uh, <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm sure that you, most of you haven't been sleeping all that great because it's not your bed, right? And I just prayed on the side. I was praying for myself and I prayed for all of us. God, help me to worship you even when my body doesn't feel like it. May my worship of you not be dependent upon how I'm feeling in the moment. How drained I am or excited I am, but it may, may it only be based upon you and the fact that you're worthy. So we're going to see what happens. We didn't plan it. We're just going to go with it and see what happens. As we finish off that video and we look at Daniel chapter 9, Daniel says, hey, I perceived from the writings of the scriptures in the book of Jeremiah that it would be 70 years. Remember that part in the video? It's like, how long will we be here? There's a, there's a line in the song that um, Kendall's been singing homesick for you. Man, every time we sing that part, I'm just sitting there going, I got it. I even said, I got on my knees. I'm just like, I just want to go home. It just seems like there's seasons and there's, there was a few weeks ago, it's like one request after another, after another of the people that God's entrusted me with to care for them. It's just like one thing after another. And I'm just going, God, this is so heavy. And then there's this pressure that at times I feel like I've got to be able to fix it. And so I just started to pray, and then we have our whole prayer team praying for all these things. And no joke, a week later, one of the requests is for a guy named Hank. And he has cancer, and he's going through this massive, just hyper-intrusive chemotherapy. And he has to go through four rounds of it. It's four weeks at a time. Then he gets a couple weeks off and goes for another week. And, another, and a couple weeks off, and then another week. And he's an older guy. And I got word about, I think, it was on, I think it was on Friday, so on Sunday I was able to celebrate just two chemo rounds in. I get this text, he's in remission. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, God, you're doing it. And we were praying for this four-year-old boy in Texas who was pretty much on his deathbed. We even brought the parents in to say, you got to just be prepared to say goodbye. And, and I get this picture on the same day, minutes later, He's in a wheelchair going home. No oxygen needed. No feeding tube. And I'm just sitting there going, God, are you kidding me? Like, you're doing this. And, and I just kept encouraging the prayer team, guys, don't give up on this. Just keep praying. Keep begging and pleading on behalf of others. Just keep going. We had a young guy in our church. He said, pray for my friend. He he said he wanted to commit suicide and we haven't heard from him for a couple days and we can't find him. 
Minutes after the second one, the third one comes in and goes, they found him and he's okay. And I'm going, God, are you kidding me? It's like now you're just showing off. You're just showing off. See, there's those seasons we sit and go, God, how long? And sometimes the most gracious thing that God can do is to not tell you. Because what if he did say 70 more years? This is where you're going to stay for, seven, for the rest of your life. This is all you're going to know. And what if he's sitting there going, I want you to live in hope. I want you to trust me day by day. One of my favorite passages in Jeremiah chapter 29, because this is where he gets it from. Notice he goes to the scriptures. Guys, a lot of times, don't get me wrong, I know the Holy Spirit can give us experiences and speak, but the foundation of our faith is found in the book. You want to hear God? Get your face back in the book. It says, for this, or for thus says the Lord, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you. Oh, oh I want that. After 70 years, I will visit you. And I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Guys, that verse, 11, or 29, 11, we, it goes on everything. But when we think about it, it's in the midst of them in captivity. They're in exile. It's in the midst of that where God says, after 70 years, I'll come and visit you. He said, they go, but man, this is hard and I don't want to be here and I don't feel like I belong. And God said, they're going, but I know the plans I have for you. This is how I feel. And God's saying, I know this is how you feel, but you got to trust me. I know what I'm doing. I know the plans that I have for you. Declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. It's like, I know what I'm doing. And then watch. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me. When you seek me with all of your heart, I will be found by you. Guys, you know the whole point of them going into exile was that they would get to this point. They would seek the Lord with everything they have. And what is the promise of God? When you seek me, students, catch this, now, not when you're older. Now. Get it now. Understand it now. When you seek God with all of your heart, the creator of the universe says, I will be found by you. That's the promise that he gives. So friends, if you just feel like you don't fit in, like it just feels weird, doesn't it feel like society is starting to unravel some? And it seems like the world seems like they're okay with confusion, like that's the norm now. Followers of Jesus, let me encourage you. In the midst of it all, God at no point has ever said, I don't know what to do. In the, in the midst of what you're facing, he has never said, I don't know what to do. In all of it, in everything that we face and endure, God says, you've got to trust me. I know this hurts. I know this is difficult. I know you feel like you don't belong, but I know the plans. I know what I'm doing. I will fulfill it, friends. Nothing and no one can thwart the plans of God. 
And so what do we do? We live in hope. Real quick in Lamentations, because that's what Jeremiah also, he wrote this down, the weeping prophet. He said, remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers that he's, he's embittered and he's afraid and he's frustrated and he's scared. He says, my soul, is continually, my soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me, but this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. This is what I call. The, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. That word hope, guys, this is how we use it. I hope so. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, so I hope so. That's not what this word means. This word means this. No matter what, no matter what, I know it's going to happen. No matter what everything around me says or looks like, it's like when people say, hey, the writing's on the wall. You can't change. It's like, no, 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 no. I know God's going to come through. I know that God's love is steadfast. His steadfast love endures forever. And his mercies, they are brand new every morning. And because of that, because of who he is, not because of who I am or what I do, but because of him and what he accomplishes and how he handles and how he's sovereign over everything, because of who he is, come hell or high water, I will stand right here and I will wait on the fulfillment of God doing his promises. Guys, he will come through, I promise. Because every generation of followers of Jesus have wondered, God, are you going to do it? Are you going to come through? Every follower of Jesus has asked the same question. And God's answer every single time is, yes. Yes. Friends, we're going to go back into praising Jesus. And I will invite you to do what he is worthy of. For a long time, I would say things like, do whatever you need. I don't know that I hold to that in the worship time anymore. Because it's whatever he is worth and what he's worthy of. And so if at some point you say, I just, I just think the best thing I can do is just to sit still because I'm always up. I'm always jumping I just need to sit and give him this. I want to give him this because I know he calls me to be still and know he's God. And for others of you, you go, I never get up. Well, maybe you do because he's worthy. Maybe he's like, I've never kneeled. That's weird. Oh, I promise you this. In heaven, that's normal. But I want to invite us back into a time of worship and then We'll see where it goes from there. At the, at the very end, I know I'll come back and close this in prayer, but maybe I'll come back in just a second. But who cares? Let's just worship the Lord. And we take this down the hill so that it's not a mountaintop experience. Daniel was faithful. Most scholars say he was in his 80s when he passed. He stayed faithful to the thing that God called him to do, why? Because he decided in the very beginning, I will obey the Lord. I will do what he says. 
Do you realize that Daniel outlasted three different administrations of government? He outlasted them all, and he stayed faithful to God in all of it. In the mundane, the ordinary, the day-to-day, no one's taking photos, no one's posting anything about him, they're not hashtagging what a man, godly man, he's just simply following and loving God. Will you? Will I? Holy Spirit, as we enter into this time, oh, have your way. Do things that leave us amazed. But ultimately, help us to worship God in a manner worthy of him. That we could give you, God, our praise. Because you're worthy. And because you're worth it. I pray you're pleased in this time. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, we're going to start uh, closing down here, but I want to encourage you with this final thought. What do you do in the meantime? What do you do in the wait? When you're waiting, friends, we have a mission. Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you. And friends, we're unstoppable. The church is unstoppable. Why? Because we're impressive? No. Because Jesus himself says, oh, and by the way, I'll be with you to the end. Why is that so impressive? Because he said it to a bunch of disciples on a mountaintop covered in the scars of the cross, the same one who measures the universe with the span of his hand, who pulled off Easter, is the same one who says, I will be with you. Ah, friends, we can do this. May the gates of hell shake, and may the enemy be terrified, because the church is waking up to the call of God. Let me pray, and we'll close. God, we thank you for a week together. We thank you for the work that you've done Oh, and I thank you for the work you're going to do. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would place on our hearts and change our souls where our heartbeat, our whole purpose for existence is for me to live as Christ and to die as gain. Oh, I long to be with you, Jesus, but I know that until that day, there is fruitful labor that you have called me to and invited me to, to do with you, not just for you with you and by you. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray, anoint and appoint each of your followers of, each of the followers of Jesus in this room. Anoint and appoint us to fulfill your purpose. God, we love you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. And all of Christ's followers say, Amen. Amen. Love you more than you know.